0: You're listening to the Audacious Church podcast. This message was recorded live at our Chester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com is somewhere that we should come and enjoy and not endure. Nobody woke up on a Sunday morning wanting to come and be bored, right? We want to come into the house of God and feel more alive than we've ever felt in our lives, don't we? Yeah. Amazing. Well, that's why we have praise balls in church, right? And the, the trick with this is you've got to have a one eye on the ball and one eye on the Lord, right? You've got to praise and watch the ball at the same time. Because otherwise, if you're not praising the Lord... It's dangerous for your soul, and if you don't have your eyes on that ball, it's flying around, you get smashed in the head, and nobody wants that, do they? Is Ian Taylor in the service? The second one, no, he's in the nine thirty. I'm going to tell you the story. beautiful story. Ian has like um, it's almost like things just magnetised towards his head, right? Don't they, Wendy? We were doing a set up and packed down church back in the Crown Plaza. Ian was on the setup team with us. And I remember Ian was pulling some stuff out of the back of this truck before we were unloading it. And one of the drum kits fell and smashed him on the head, right, it was a bad day in the office. And after that, Ian never came back to the setup team, did he, for fear of his life. But another time Ian was in church and it was in that conundrum, right, of, you know, praising the Lord and trying to look out for the ball that's flying in the air. And Ian decided he'd just praise the Lord, like the Andrew, he would just focus on the Lord. And I turn around and watch the ball smash him in the back of the head, right? This inflatable ball. So the joke is that whenever we do that, we need to get Ian a helmet for when he's in church because you never know because we're in church, we're having fun. The ball could hit you in the head and knock some sense into you as well. You never know what could happen in the house of God. Hey, if you're brand new to church today, you've been with us a while, we're in a series right now called This Audacious Life. In other words, we're uncovering some of the DNA of who we are as audacious people, as Christians, and what we're all about as Audacious Church. We've preached so far on being fearlessly devoted, fiercely determined. Next week, we'll be talking about being wildly authentic. And today, we're preaching on seriously fun. Oh, you can smile, you can clap, you can get excited in church today because the one thing we're going for today is that you would leave here feeling lighter and having more fun in your world. How many people came to church today to hear that message, right? Come on, somebody. All right, before we kick in, I wanna bring to your attention on the 14th of November, Sunday, in four weeks' time, we're doing another annual vision offering as Audacious Church. And if you were with us last year, you know that our last vision offering campaign uh, composed of us raising resource and finances to launch our Cardiff and Sheffield campuses, also our Chester Auditorium refurb, which the light's looking bang on for, and also for our cathedral building in Manchester. I'm really excited next week to announce what we as Chester will be given towards in our vision offering in November. It will take three forms. It will be expanding our reach, building a home and helping the vulnerable. And we're believing together as church that we're gonna make a massive difference in our community, in our house and in the world that's around us. So if you're with us, church, uh, say, I'm with you awesome we'll get there by the end of the service I want to really encourage you to go away and pray and ask God how you could partake in our vision offering as we step forward and trust God that as we step out in faith he'll meet our needs he'll bless us he'll return to us he'll open up the storehouses of heaven as we move forward taking ground because we're not here to sit still and sit quiet are we church we're here to change people's lives so in the next four Wednesdays, Lisandra and I and some of the team, we're going to be praying and fasting every Wednesday over the next four weeks, believing that God's going to move heaven and earth on our behalf and we'd love to invite you to join us we're not gathering together to do it but wherever you are that wednesday why don't you pray for our vision offering and why don't you fast something that day netflix a show food lunch of the day whatever it is that you feel prompted to and let's together as a local church believe that god's going to do something incredible in our day because that's why we are here that when we're long gone in the future, that our grandchildren and their grandchildren are gonna tell stories about what this group of people did here in Chester and how it didn't just change the city, but it changed the region. So that's a church that I signed up to be a part of. So I hope you'll join us in our vision offering next month. All right, I've got 18 minutes to get through this message. All right, the Bible says this, Proverbs 17, says, a cheerful heart is what is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. The passion translation goes on to set like this: A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both the body and the soul, but the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. I want you to think back for a moment just now, to a time where you've forgotten to have fun. Right, think with me to a moment where life maybe got a little bit too serious too quick and you forgot in the middle of life to have fun on the journey. In a moment, we're about to turn to the screens to watch a trailer of a movie about a family who totally forgot to have fun and had to do something drastic to put fun back on the agenda. So why don't you turn your heads to the screens as we go to the VT. If Thanks, there's team. one thing I've learned from being a mom, it's that parents and kids always disagree on one thing. No, no, no! Rules. But saying no 50 times an hour? No. Absolutely not! Nope on a rope. It's part of the job. No, 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 no. But all of that is about to change. Have you heard about Yes Day? It's this new thing where parents say yes to everything their kids ask for for 24 hours. Radical! How am I just hearing about this? Well, Yes Days are, like, fun. And mom and dad are, like, fun killers. We are plenty fun. We used to say yes to everything. We it can be fun again. Really? Let's do this. Arriba! Arriba! It's Yes Day! Who's ready for Yes Day? Ah! you wants to do your hair and makeup. I have a vision. Yes. I'm glad you're using your, your watercolors. Windows down! What? what do we do? One word, two letters, and oh. Not always a fun killer. There's no way you guys are going to make it throughout the whole day. <sighs> oh, you okay, daddy? I had to be a party pooper, but I'm done. Are you going home? I can't believe I let you fool me into thinking that you changed. I hear myself when I'm with the kids, and I think I wouldn't even hang out with me. If we want yesterday to make a difference, we need to go all in. I need to win this gorilla for my kit. You're going down, lady. I did it! I Are want the gorilla! Oh, Stand still, please. Oh. Oh, could I do that again? Get ready for some fun! What is happening? How many people want a yes day at home following on from that? My gosh, family who had totally forgotten to have fun so they had to do something drastic to bring fun back to the table. And I reckon for all of us, right? All of us who are adults at least, because the kids do this way better than us. Life has gotten so serious for us that we've forgotten to have fun. Let's face it, the pressures of work And of life feel like they're weighty on our shoulders, and all we can see is the bills that need paid, the invoices that need sent out, the chores to do at home, all of this stuff that's part and parcel of being an adult, running a family and running a home, that we get to the holiday at the end of the year and we allow only two weeks to have fun when actually God's intention for all of us is this John 10 10 life, life and life in the fullest. There isn't fun on the holiday two weeks of the year, but actually is living fun each and every day and living out the joy that's inside of us. But culture tells us that as we get older, we have to become more serious and have it all together and focus on the important things of life, like mortgages and painting the fence. And you know what I'm talking about. Suddenly, life has gotten serious really quick. And I think this isn't uncommon for the church throughout the centuries either. Many people's perspective on the church is that the church is boring, dull, unenthusiastic, lifeless, that church sucks the life out of you and makes you feel worse leaving than you did when you come in. I don't know about you, but that's not the church I wanna be a part of. I wanna be a part of a church that's enthusiastic, light, fun, spirited, contagious, outrageous, full of life because that's a life that God has given us. But the danger has been we've been living in this culture of trying to be serious and get everything done and focus on the important things of life is that we have forgotten to live joyful on the way. Church, the only thing I want you to take away from today is literally we want you to be serious about having fun. Can I get an amen? Man, you got it easy this week if you've come to church. I'm telling you to go home and have fun. That's a great gig, right? And there's four things I want to encourage you with today on how we together can be seriously fun. Does that sound good? All right, the first one is this. Is to live seriously fun, you've got to maximize moments. Maximize moments. The Bible says this in one the Philippians 1.25, Paul writes, "'Knowing this, I am convinced that I will remain alive "'so that I can continue to help all of you grow "'and experience the joy of your faith.'" Yeah. Now, Lysandra and I on Wednesday night went and seen James Bond. Oh, we did it. We did it, people. It was awesome. But it, it took us, if I'm honest, maybe two or three weeks to get there to the cinema. We were in Portugal for a week. It was sunny, 26 degrees, you know, living the dream on the beach. And there was one day where there was a little skiff of rain coming down and we were in the mall trying to work out what to do. And I sowed the seed. I'm like, oh, we could go to the cinema, love, couldn't we? She's like, yeah, what's on? And I'm scrolling through like, nah, there's nothing else on, but there's this movie, James Bond. It might be good. Might want to go see that, you know, just putting in the little hints there. And reply was, we're on holiday, we're in Portugal, I don't want to sit in the movies and watch a, you know, James Bond, which is like three hours long. And I'm like, love, it's not three hours long, it's two and a bit. It's just two and a bit. Two hours, 50 minutes. No, no, it's just two and a bit, it'll fly through. So that doesn't happen, we, we land, we come back. And, you know, I'm sowing the seeds, I'm cashing in all of my brownie points, all those good deeds that I do during the week, like making teas and doing dinner and cleaning. I'm like, love, please, I just want to go see James Bond. It's going to be awesome. It's Daniel Craig. He lives lived around the corner, grew up around the corner, you know, all these great things. She's like, yes, we'll go see James Bond. And I'm like, happy days, you know, praising the Lord. It's going to be awesome. So we book in Wednesday night, we get there. I've got my popcorn. I've got my M and M's. Got my drink. I'm ready to rock and roll. And church, I've got a confession to make. Two hours into the movie, I fell asleep. Two hours in, I fell asleep. Not just once. Not just twice. I fell asleep three times. Right. It was not the movie, I promise. It was me. I must have been shattered, right? Lizandri looks at me in the eyes and is literally in the movies like, Are you kidding me? We came to see this three hour long movie. I'm like, it's just two and a bit, love, it's fine. Three hour movie and you fell asleep. I'm like, I'm so, so sorry, man. But as we turned around in the movies, we seen this couple and they were beautifully dressed, let me tell you. He was wearing a tuxedo. He looked incredible. And his wife, even better. This this beautiful sparkly dress in the cinemas to see James Bond. We had dressed down to go to the cinema. We're in like our sweats and our socks are pulled over our sweats, wearing sandals, our hoods are up, right? We're not looking good. And here they are in James Bond in the movies, dressed to the nines. And church, that is exactly how we maximize moments. This couple that didn't need to go out and spend lots and lots of money on a five-star hotel or get a 10-course meal out to justify wearing the tuxedo and wearing the dress. Instead, they made a decision, okay, we're gonna see James Bond, but we're gonna dress up. We're gonna maximize the moment and made an incredible date night out of it. The Bible says this in Psalms 4, you have given me greater joy Catch this, church, you have greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. Galatians, Paul goes on to say this, talking about the fruits of the Spirit. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So today God has given you a greater joy than those who have abundant harvest. But what does that mean? Well, that means today at 11.30 that the joy that God has given you is greater than the joy of a great payday, is greater than the joy of a great successful week at the office, is greater than the joy than everything going well in the natural. The kind of joy that God gives us isn't an emotion. It expresses itself in an emotion, but is a spirit. And that spirit of joy produces the fruit of joy in our lives. The Holy Spirit lives in us and produces joy. Therefore, today, church, you don't need your situations, your circumstances, the ducks to line up in a row for you to be joyful because there's a spirit of joy that lives inside of you that's trying to get out. But so often we're suppressing the spirit of joy. We're saying, oh no, I won't be joyful till this works, till I've got this in the bank account, till this has happened in my family, till I've got this job. And so we suppress the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives when the Bible says there's a spirit of joy trying to get out, because in you today, if you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit is giving you revelations of how good Jesus is, what He's done on the cross for you, promises of what's to come, thankfulness for the breath in your lungs. And when you understand that, you can't help but be joyful. Man, if we fully grasp what we have in Jesus, the access to the Father, the freedom and the fullness, we would live joyful. Wouldn't we, church? We should have more joy, even than those people that have gone to see James Bond dressed up really nicely in their finest clothes, because of the Holy Spirit that lives in us and what Jesus has done for us. Today, church, I want to encourage you to maximize your moments. This week at dinner, play a prank on your son or daughter. Have fun at home. Get a deck of Uno cards. Go and go for a walk. Spice it up a little bit and maximize the moments. You don't need the splurge on the bank account this week to go and justify having fun. You just need to get creative and maximize the moments that you're already in. Are you with me, church? Second thing we have to do to live seriously fun is to make it a priority. Turn to your neighbor and say, make it a priority. Some spices just got the evil eyes right there. Make it a priority. The Bible says this in Ecclesiastes 8. King Solomon writing this, he says, so I recommend, this is for you today, church, I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. Hallelujah, amen. That that way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. Make it a priority. Lizandra and I, in our budget at home, we've got what we call a fun fund. It's a budget line that we have every month that we allocate money to purely with the purpose of having fun. There's no agenda, it's coffees, it's dinner, it's go-kart, it's whatever we fancy doing that month because we're making fun a priority. And it's not an amount that draws down from other areas of saving or investments or bills or causing us to go into debt or anything like that. It's an allocated amount of money to have fun. Church, maybe for some of us today, we need a fun fund in our lives. But then also some of you are counting yourselves out because you think having fun and making it a priority are financial. It's not at all. You just have to get creative. Hey, if you just took a football down to the park with your kids and had a laugh, that would be memories that would never leave them. Maybe you don't have kids. What if you and your spouse just went down the park with a bat and ball and had a laugh? What if you went down the street and uncovered that area of woodland, that lake, that river that's nearby that you've never explored? There's lots of ways for us to make fun a priority, but we have to make it a priority. Because if we don't make fun the priority, we're going to default to work. King Solomon knew this well. He's a king right? We think we're busy. He's a king, right? He's got a lot of people to, to look after, to lead, enemies on either corner, either side. He's running a kingdom. He's paying bills. He's looking after a family. He's got loads going on in his world. But even King Solomon says, I recommend having fun. Let me tell you today, no matter how busy or how full you think life is, Let's maximize the moments and make fun a priority because you'll be lighter, you'll be fuller, you'll be funner, you'll be more contagious. People will wanna be around you and you'll show people this joy and this fullness and this freedom that we have in Jesus. The world needs Jesus, but they'll only know that they need Jesus if A, we tell them, but then B, we demonstrate the life that we have in Jesus. We should walk into the coffee shops, into the workplace, the most alive, enthusiastic people on the planet. The third thing we need to do today, you with me church? To live seriously fun is to invest in relationships. Invest in relationship. I've got a group of pals growing up. They're going to come on the screens just now and they really are a gang of bandits in my world. Love them to bits but the amount of times we've gotten in trouble and I could tell you stories all day, but this is my crew growing up. Uh, Kyle in the middle, Ethan, Tyler, me, Chris. Don't know what he's doing with his hair in that pose, but Sharon and Sam over there. And these are the guys that I grew up with, I spent time praying with. We prayed all night together in a car with, went to youth camp with. And uh, Kyle in the front, Got some fun memories of him. He was at a fun fair with us. And he screamed that loud on a roller coaster that he passed out on the roller coaster. And then he came back around and we were laughing our heads off hysteric. And he passed out again. It was incredible. Ethan there, who's in like the headlock, he was a sensible one keeping us all pretty much out of jail. Let's face it. I'm joking. wasn't bad. It was just on the edge. Tyler, he's as crazy as I was. Chris, man, so many stories about Chris and Sam on the right. And this is the last photo of us all together at the same time in the same place, some six, seven years ago now. So we're all over the world now following the call of God on our lives. And I could call any one of these guys and we do regularly and catch up on the stories the memories, laugh, share vision for the future. And with these guys, we've done so much incredible things together. But there was one thing that I did without the guys that was on my own. And that was, I went to Malawi on a missions trip and it was six weeks and it was incredible. One of the best things I've probably done in my life. And I remember all the stories about what God was doing, the people we helped, the breakthrough, the stories. It was awesome. But as I came home and spoke to the guys, I was telling them the stories, but I had no one to relive the experience with. Even today, I went off to Malawi on my own, met some missionaries over there. I've got these great stories but I don't have anyone to relive the experience with. And for us today, church, we've gotta be serious about investing in relationships because we don't wanna to get to a certain point in our lives where we've realized we've got lots of stories, but no one to relive and share the experience with. The Bible says this in Ecclesiastes four, two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. An author, Charles Swindle says this. He says, I cannot imagine where I would be today if it wasn't for a handful of friends who have given me a heart full of joy. Let's face it, friends make life a lot more fun. Jesus had 12 best mates who he changed the world with and you betcha he had fun along the way with. And I wonder today, church, for us, what is it we could do to invest in our relationships, to live seriously fun. There's some things 18 months ago when we couldn't do anything that you said, when this is all over, I'm gonna do this with these people and it's gonna be awesome. Well, newsflash people, were 18 months on. You can do it. You just need to go and grab those people and put it into action and live seriously fun. We can't live alone, people. It's not what we're created to be or to do. And let me speak to the guys for a second, because the women have this sorted. They're great at dinners, coffees, lunches together. They're hanging out, running the race. But for us fellas, I think it's maybe in culture that we think we've got to do this alone. That we're better alone. That we're we're fine on our own. Hey, newsflash, guys, we're not. We need each other. Hey, we need each other now more than we ever have. We need to become the band of brothers that the Bible points us to, modelling Jesus's great relationship with his 12 mates. So my encouragement today, gents, is join a small group, invite someone out, go for a drink, go for a coffee, watch the football. Hey, come to mine next Sunday night and watch the F1. It's in America. It's going to be awesome. Liz Andrew's like, the whole church are coming to ours house next week. Happy days. But you know what I'm saying, gents. You know what I'm saying. Let's not pretend that we're okay on our own because we're not. And I don't wanna hear any more stories in the world or in in our world of guys that are isolated on their own and everything in your world declines when you're on your own and isolated. So let's do something really intentional this week and grab some people together, hang out, create a shift in your world and let's make having fun a priority. All right, and the last thing really quick we all need to do is to not take ourselves too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. 2 Samuel 6, says, Yes, and I am willing to look even more foolish than this, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. King David's in this moment where the Prince of God has been brought back and he's celebrating, he's dancing, it's electric, he's on another planet with zeal for the Prince of God. And others around him are looking at him, casting on judgment, saying, how how dare you dance? Look at the state of your mate, get it together. And he's like, I'm gonna be even more undignified than this because I've got something to celebrate and be joyful about. And today, church, let's not take ourselves too seriously. Let's face it, life is serious. There's environments in our world where absolutely we have to be serious because the environment necessitates it but let's not live serious and uptight. Let's instead live lighter so that the world will see us living brighter and we'll see the hope that we have in Jesus. You'll feel better, you'll feel enthused, you'll feel electric, you'll feel on another planet if you just won't take yourself too seriously. Have a laugh this week, have some fun, play a prank, get a hashtag this audacious life tattoo on your leg, James Jones. Every time this series comes around, somebody should get a new one, right? See a hand over there, someone's getting a tattoo. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Will's up for it, aren't you, Will? Tattoo this audacious life, I'm kidding. Don't take yourself too seriously. And I reckon today, church, if we'd done all four of these things in our world, hey, we'd live seriously fun, wouldn't we? I'm gonna close on this before we party. Matthew 5, 14 to 16 says, You, Audacious Church, are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way today, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Lighten up in our world and we'll brighten up the world that's your mandate this week audacious church chester live seriously fun lighten up in the world and together we'll brighten up in the world right across this place why don't you jump to your feet we're going to party in just a moment but i want to give people an opportunity to meet jesus so right across this room bow your heads and close your eyes as we pray Perhaps you've come here today and you've never made a decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Let me tell you, everything you've been looking for, everything you've ever needed, is found in relationship with Jesus. You've looked in lots of places, lots of spaces to fill the emptiness inside of your heart. Well, I'm telling you today, Jesus will fill that gap. And he'll give you life and life more abundantly show you your purpose forgive you of your past and set you up for the future and an eternity in heaven where you no longer have to fear death but where death just becomes the start of an incredible eternity with god so today if you're saying i want to take a chance on jesus i want to give my life to him and i want to become a christian Then in a moment, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand up nice and high so I know who I'm praying for in this moment. Come on, don't miss this moment. If this is you right now, you know it's you and you already know that God's speaking to you and you have to respond in this moment don't miss it I'm going to count to three and when I get to three raise your hand up nice and high alright you're saying today I'm going to choose Jesus one you don't have it all worked out but you know you need to get right with God today too you don't have all the T's crossed and the I's dotted but your heart's beating right now and you know you need to follow him then right now three lift your hand up in the air as we pray and connect people to Jesus join the people in the first service who today said I'm following Jesus I'm choosing Jesus Life and life more abundantly today. Come on, He loves you. He cares for you. He died for you. He rose again for you. And He's got a great plan for your life. Don't let this slip by and hope that it will all be okay. You need Jesus today. He's everything you've ever needed or been found looking for in your life. A couple more moments. Just saying today, I want to follow Jesus and lift your hand up in the air as we pray. A couple more moments. send today, I want to follow Him. Today, I choose to follow Jesus. All right, God, thank you for this room of incredible people. And God, I pray that as we step into love our world next week, that God, we would show those good deeds on a new level. And God, as we go into the world today, Lord, help us to live seriously fun, to live life, to live fun, to live energetic by the joy that's in us, by the power of the Holy Spirit. God, today we choose to trust you. We love you. We give you our lives and we're ready to go again in all that you have for us. Thank you for this group of people. And God, we pray that through us you do them abundantly, immeasurably more than God we could think, than we could ask, than we could ever comprehend according to the Spirit that lives in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online, every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m.